You've already been set free from sin. And it speaks about this nature that was in you that caused the sinning. Now watch. But now since you have been set free from sin and have become the slaves of God, you have your present. Everybody say present. Present doesn't mean future. Present doesn't mean in the past. Present means right now. Now listen to it. Since you have been set free from sin and you become the slaves of God, you have your present reward. You have your present reward in holiness. Your present reward of being set free from sin is this fact. You are now holy before God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I am holy. <laughs> say this to them. I'm not going to be holy. I already am holy. I may not feel holy, but I am holy. Because holiness has been imparted to me. Now, how many of you know, how many of you know in the Bible, the scripture says, I can't remember where it is right now, but the scripture says categorically, beloved, now are you holy in the Lord? Right? Now, who's you? Now, beloved, are you holy in the Lord? Who's you? Think about it. You isn't your flesh. Use your born again, brand new, recreated spirit, the real you. You have been made holy. You have. You have. Not your flesh, not the way you think. You still think crazy. Sometimes your flesh still goes, Ugh. but you've been made holy. You've got to hear me. You'll never have holier behavior until you have a revelation that something holy has come on the inside of you that can begin to produce holy, holy behavior. <laughs> but now since you have been set free from sin and have become the slaves of God, you have your present reward in holiness and its end is eternal life. For the wages which sin pays is death, but the bountiful, the bountiful free gift of God is eternal life through and in union with Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Now I tell you, you've been set free from sin. Now point two on the outline, because I now is when I'm going to start going. I'm going to read something else. Point two says, picture being chained. Picture. I want you to actually use your spiritual imagination. Picture being chained to a one-ton concrete block. All right? I don't care if the chain gives you 10 feet. 20 feet, 50 feet, 100 feet to walk around. I don't care if it's a mile long chain. Let's say you're chained to that block. No matter what you do, you can work and live in that one mile area that that chain allows you to go out, but you can't get beyond the block because you're chained to the block. You hear me? Picture that. Your movements are contained at the length of the chain. What's happened is Christ has broken the chain. Now listen, the block 
is still there. Do you get this? The concrete block is still there, but now you can travel as far from it as you want to. Hallelujah. How far do you want to get? Now, I'm going to read this about American during the Civil War. You know, the, one of the worst parts of America's history was the Civil War and the slavery issue that happened in America. Now, let me just read this. You need to listen now. Abraham Lincoln, you know, the, the American president during the Civil War of the North, Lincoln made his famous Emancipation Proclamation on New Year's Day, 1863. But it was not until December 18, 1865, in other words, basically, effectively, two and a half years later, that the Constitution made those convictions official. Word spread throughout the entire continental United States and into the South. Headlines in virtually every newspaper had the same message, slavery legally abolished. Now that was the truth, right? Right? Two years before, he'd made this Emancipation Proclamation, but it took an outworking of two and a half years before it was actually made law. It came into being, and everywhere it was legally the truth. Slavery has been legally abolished. And yet the proof of history is that the vast majority of slaves in the South who were legally freed made their own decision to continue to live on as slaves. They went right on living as though nothing had happened, and they lived virtually unchanged lives throughout the entire Reconstruction period. In other words, after the Civil War, they call that entire period when they rebuilt all the destruction, the Reconstruction period. Shelby Foote, he wrote this famous big book called The Civil War. He said, the Negro that was locked into a caste system of what was called race etiquette as rigid as any that he'd known in formal bondage. Every slave could repeat with equal validity what an Alabama slave said in 1864 when this slave was asked what he thought about Lincoln, the great emancipator, and the proclamation of freedom that went into effect that year. And this is what this slave said, exact quote. He said, when they said, what do you think about Abraham Lincoln and the Emancipation Proclamation, the fact that slavery has now been abolished? He said, quote, I don't know nothing about Abraham Lincoln, except they said he set us free, and I don't know nothing about that either. I'll say it again. He said, I don't know nothing about Abraham Lincoln, except that they said he set us free, but I don't know nothing about that either. Because though he'd been declared free, they didn't understand freedom because all of their lives they'd lived on these plantations with these horrible slave owners. Now watch. The plantation, oh, excuse me, I, and I put, well, okay, the illustrations I've got, like you've probably heard about, again, the chains. Elephants are trained. Remember how elephants are trained for circuses? They're chained uh, up to a particular block, just like I shared, and they're all their life they're brought up, only being able to walk so far until ultimately they take the chain off of the elephant. But because all of their life they've only been able to walk out the 10 meters or so, they never go beyond the 10 meters because all of their life they've had that chain on them. That's how they train. The same thing with fleas. <laughs> they train fleas, you know, and they have fleas. I don't want to go into that one, <laughs> but listen. This is the horrible thing. Plantation owners, when you read Shelby Foote's book, because I have some friends that are really like their, you know, the Civil Wars, their major. This is so horrible. But see, think about this. Plantation owners used to make this statement all the time amongst themselves about the slaves in America. Quote, 
Keep them ignorant and we'll keep them in the fields, unquote. Keep them ignorant. Don't let them get educated, you see. Keep them ignorant and we'll keep them in the fields. You see, this is what's happened here. Fundamentally, Jesus Christ has set us free. Do you hear me? From the slavery of sin. But practically speaking, our plantation owners do everything in their power to keep us ignorant and afraid and thinking like a slave. These people stayed with the slave mentality throughout most of the rest of their life and their children's life because it was the only life they ever knew. To move away from those plantations was a fearful thing. 